everybody, and welcome back. This is the... the <laughs> I lost, like, so much confidence. From the beginning of that sentence to the end. Like, not even the end. It was like, I know exactly what I'm going to say. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Today, we're looking at readings from the prophet Amos, uh, Paul's letter to the Ephesians, and the Gospel of Mark. Uh, it is the 15th Sunday of Ordinary Time, so thank you for joining us again. Uh, so I guess let's jump right in. Uh, Amos is a prophet who God has asked to go to the Israelite people and talk, uh, begin to spread the message um, that, you know, you guys have not been very good, so let's fix things. Uh, and so he goes to uh, Bethel, and he begins to proclaim these things, and then he's told by the king there, uh, Azamiah, Amaziah, they, like, you're not welcome here. Go away. Um, nobody wants to hear what you have to say anyway. And Amos is kind of like, I didn't choose this. Like, this wasn't something I volunteered to do. Like, I was out tending to my sheep, and God came to me and he's like, you're going to go do this. Um, which is a lot like what happens in the gospel again. And this is like the third week in a row where the Old Testament and the gospel are just up, yeah. very close. Um, and so in the, in the gospel we have, Jesus is actually going to the twelve. And he's kind of doing the same thing. He's like, hey, by the way, now it's time for you to go out. And you're going to do the mission. And I've got some things that I'm going to do. And so I'm sending you out uh, two by two to go out and do these things. And don't take anything with you except for uh, the sandals on your feet and a single tunic. And go out and where you're welcomed, great. And stay there as long as you can. And where you're not welcomed, you're going to dust your feet off at that place. And curse it will be those people. Um so you, you get kind of this par parallel of like Amos's call and he goes out and he prof says the prophecy and he's not welcome there. So I didn't choose this. I'll leave. Um, same thing with the disciples. And I know we've referenced the show a lot of the chosen, um, it, but there's this beautiful scene that happens. And, and I know you haven't caught up with this, the, the recent episodes, uh, Mary uh, Magdalene, who, when we first see her in the very first episode of the first season goes by Lilith, um, there's a, a possession that happens, a demonic possession that happens in the second season. And Jesus immediately rebukes um, the, the spirit out of this person. But it brings back a lot of those hard memories for Mary. And so she goes back and starts to go by, by Lilith again. And Jesus chooses to send Peter and Matthew uh, to go and find her. And it's it's such a beautiful scene when they do because it shows the two different, very different personalities, right? If you've seen The Chosen at all, you know that Peter and Matthew are not the, the two people that you would assume would pair well together. Um, but they do so in such a perfect way because of Matthew's empathy with things and Peter's courage and strength to kind of say I'm going to go into these darker places that are not good but then you also see Matthew like hey I really care about this person and I need to know where she is it's not like like Peter plays the courage and the political side of how we're going to Make approach happen. this and Matthew's very direct um, but he also has this great empathy and it's such an important message of um, first of all you're never alone when you're doing these things right like we're not called to be alone in this mission that we're sent out to do um, we're called to do it with other people. Uh, we also have the understanding that um, 
when two or more are gathered in my name, I will be amongst you, right? So you have these two people that are away from Jesus, but they're still very much connected. And I think that connection is what we see in Paul's letter to the Ephesians, the Holy Spirit, that I've given you this Holy Spirit because of the grace of God, because of who his son is, because of all these things, you're going to be able to go out and you're going to serve in this way because the Holy Spirit will be with you always. Um, So yeah, it ties all those things together in a lot of um, interesting ways. Yeah, I like that. I think something that stuck out to me with the first reading, which I think might work back into this, is um, he's Amos has gone to Bethel and he's prophesying there. The king's like, hey, you can do whatever you want, just not here. Like, go go back to, to Judah and have... Say whatever you want, but yeah. while you're up in, in on our side of town, like don't don't do this. Yeah. He says, "Well, that's actually specifically where I've been told to go." So sorry. Um, and it's I don't know just an interesting reminder of kind of from both points of view, like how when we really need to hear something the most is when we're probably the least willing to listen to that right. thing or to that person that is telling us those things. Um, and then also just the the courage of, of Amos in that case and, and, and probably, you know, the disciples in, um, in the gospel just like, well, this is where God sent me, so maybe it'll go great, maybe it won't, but sorry, this is where I'm supposed to be, sorry. <laughs> and I'm going to keep doing whatever it is God's asked me to do. Yeah, and I, that ties into last week's readings, right, where Jesus is talking about like not being accepted in his own home. Right. Um, that he, he's preaching and they're like, oh, isn't this just Mary's kid? You know, the son of the carpenter. We know you. you. This is not. Um, But I think that's, you know, I think that kind of goes back to the mission that we're all called to. It's like our primary vocation is is to God. But then the next vocation is to our family. And sometimes that's the hardest people to share some of these messages with. And I'm sure that's probably the case of what was going on with Amos in Bethel. Uh, or we saw last week with Jesus in Galilee is like we know you we're familiar with you Like maybe it's because they see some of the flaws in those people sometimes that they're like who are you to tell me those things but I also think it's important to recognize that um, each of these people like even, even the prophets when you go back and you read through the prophets and the disciples uh, there's all a conversion at some point in time right like there's some sort of Catalyst. Well, we we know what the catalyst is, right? It's God. It's Jesus Christ. Um, that becomes the catalyst that changes this person from um, who they were to who they are, and then they go out and say they they show this message. And I, that's another one that goes back to the chosen. That you know when they have the encounter between Lilith and Mary after the, in the first season, uh, she says, "I was one way, and now I am a different way." And the only thing that was in between was Him, and she's referencing Christ. Um, and so I look at I look at this and say, you know, maybe the reason why there's a lack of welcoming or a lack of support for the people that are coming to them is because they've seen what you've always been like. And so they're like, that's not who you really are. But they don't understand the conversion. They don't understand the change. Right? Which is so much about what is being prophesied to these people, though, is that, like, change is something that can happen. And it's something that can be wonderful if you change in this kind of direction. Yeah. And I think, too, just looking at, at that call to change and to conversion for all of us, what, whether or not we're already Christian, it's something we always call yeah. to conversion of heart. Um, but just, I think, looking at that the same way that the disciples were being sent, or even that Amos was being sent as a prophet, where Jesus reminds them, like, 
take your sandals, but that's about it. Don't take any money, don't take yeah. any weapons, don't even take two cloaks, like just just take what you need. Um, and I think that's a good reminder for all of us, whether it's on the more outgoing kind of ministry side of things or just to live the gospel, live whatever it is Jesus is calling us to, yeah. that like, we, we have what we need. Um, and it, we, you know, if we think, you know, I can't, there's no way I could be a saint. Like, well, all you really need is your sandals and like you, you know, yeah. the, the things that God's already given you and he'll figure it out from there. Um, yeah. And so it's just a good reminder, I think, at least for me, of when those calls come, considering, you know, oh my gosh, I can't do this, or what do I worry about this or that? And yeah. it's like God, God's got it. He's got it all figured out. Just go where he's telling you to go. God's grace is sufficient, right? Right, which is all last week. So, well, thank you guys for watching. Uh, I guess if we, we kind of look at what are some things that we can work on this week, I think it would be great for all of us to take the time to reach out to a family member who you think maybe just needs to hear uh, the love of Christ and, and to just share that with them. Um, and know that they, they may be receptive or they may not be, but that's still what we're called to do. That's still part of this mission uh, that we have here as church, as Catholics. And so share the love of God with somebody uh, that you care about this week. Continue to do that. Uh, remember that God's grace and the, our faith is sufficient in all of that. Um, again, thank you for watching. If you haven't had the opportunity yet, uh, we encourage everybody to uh, come introduce themselves to our new parochial vicar, Father Garrett. Uh, come say hi to Father Jovita, our new pastoral administrator. And uh, keep an eye out on everything that we're doing online and social media. We'll probably have them as some of our guests over the next couple of weeks on Coffee Chats or maybe even here uh, with these reflections. So uh, from all of us here at All Saints, thank you for watching. Keep us in your prayers and know that we are praying for you as well. God bless.